Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey. I just talked to the building manager. What? They're kicking us out. You got the fucking kidding me. I well, guys, uh, are you in there? Yeah. Hi, Dan Ferguson. Oh I'm my. Sorry. I, Dan, I, you. I, I just hope, I will, hope we're not recording this. I'm the building manager. We've never had a. Dan, you, I, oh, I Dan, just, you I put just the cans on just, and we went just, to the mic. I know, Dan. Dan just barged I in just here. I just met you. We just spoke. Yeah, earlier. And I heard. Yeah. I heard that there's a problem. You got to get us out. We got a big. We got to get you guys out. Is it for our own safety, or did we do something wrong? Did we do something? Both. For your own safety, and you did something wrong. What did we do? Mm. Do you want a Red Bull? It really chills you out. If you got one. (laughs) Here. Sugar-free. Oh. There you go. Actually, I prefer uh, regular leaded. (laughs) You have a sugar one? Oh, it's a Um, gasoline joke. No, I don't have a sugar one. I'm... I feel like I'm screwing up with you. I have Celsius or athletic (laughs) greens. Oh, okay. He's open. Listen... Take a sip of that. Is this about our subordinate, Will? Look, oh, God. that guy drives everyone nuts. Yeah. Oh, and it's either him or it's you. So what's it going to be? I'll, I, I'll, I'll let you guys go. Can we you, sidebar? I'll, I'll let you guys sidebar. Okay. Hey. But I need to know in the next half hour. Got it. Because I've got it. Okay. I've already rented the studio space to a, a very... Very prestigious former Hollywood actor. No, oh God! So, just give us a second. Yep. All right. So, Sorry to barge in. Okay. That's okay. Thanks. Then you take the cans off and go Great. away from the mic. <laughs> okay. I feel like we've had our ups and downs with Will, but I it, I feel like 
he's family now. He's family now. Hey, hi. Guys, sorry I'm late. Hey, (sighs) no problem. We're just in the middle of something. Idiot Dan Ferguson. Jeez. Yeah. Did you see Um, him? I hate that guy. We just got a hell of a hell of a news bulletin from him. Yeah. What? Well, they're 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 asking us to leave the building unless unless what? Unless either you go or we go. Oh my god. All right. Well, I guess it's got to be me. Well, well, that's, you, well, that's what we were discussing. Yeah. We think that, you know, this being I would never I never want me to ever, you know, get in the way of what you guys have no built will. here and and I I just uh let me just tell you who we have here for our last uh, Listen here. Take I'll a sip of that it. rebel, that guy that was just your dad. Oh, did he, he only already, had the did first he sip. Try- <sighs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I think it, that he's just con- he's concerned glasses, about uh, the office culture. Shammy. Yeah. Because we got we had that rat issue. Of course. And Bowen was killing them. And yeah. we, we left the falafel in the trash all night. And I think that, you know, people people around us in this in the surrounding offices often complain about our quote-unquote loud toxic conversations yeah so i guess you know we gotta but we that's really just gotta who finish you guys are that's i always tell them that's who you guys are but will i don't think it's as open and shut as you think it is i think matt and i might be willing to give you the keys to the to the castle <sighs> what do you say we think you're a young talent <laughs> the G. That was so beautiful. He has learned and grown so much under our tutelage. <laughs> so and this this season, Guys, I won't let you down. This, I promise. This season, I won't of the, let you, you haven't let us down. And never you have produced amazing content. Listen to me. I yeah. won't let you down. This podcast. It has been a vehicle for young hot talent. Jesus. And you did that and we we only were the facilitators. You did that. Do you know you did that? I mean, I guess I know I did it, but I not really. No, but do you I mean, know? Until no. I hear that, I don't really know. Do you know what you did? They were selling clown parade coffee mugs at Trader Joe's. A whole row. The mark of success. That's when you know when you've transcended the trades and you're out in the real world where people go. Trader Joe's. I want to be where the people are. I want to see. want to see them dancing. Walking around on those. What do you call them? Hmm. Well, we're looking for feet. Oh, We're but, um, so proud of you. Still proud of you still. Hey, what do you say? For old time's sake, you pitch us one. Pitch us one. Cap on, on the thing. This huge success. This has been a major success. It is. And a, the trades it are. It is, is a bit of a wrecking ball. I came in like a wrecking ball. Good. Yeah. Nice. Ball. Yeah, finish with the L. Accent on the L. Is that good for sound? Who cares if it is? <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Who cares if it is? Because this next person is bringing the heat and the funk and the beat. All right? All three things. The three? <laughs> the three. Sooty Green. Oh! Sooty. Sue, Sue, Sooty Green. 
Wow. Yeah. Sudi Green is a writer and an actress known for Saturday Night Live and Hulu's Shrill. Damn right. Oh, my God. Things, two things we know. We know that for sure. Now, listen to what Sudi's put together. Mm-hmm. Dr. Nancy Pitts, OBGYN, mm-hmm. mother, wife, baby bringer, and sangria enthusiast, oh, come on. talks sexual health. Hot. And Delaware's Kennedys. Less hot. The Bidens Mm-mm. on Parts Talk with Dr. Nancy Pitts. We're getting a Delaware legend, Dr. Nancy Pitts. Pitts. Sharing all the gossip that's going on in Delaware. Parts Talk. Parts Talk. Divulging. Divulging. And the health secrets of the finest people in the Delco area. Of the 1%. Of the 1%. Of the Delaware area. Yeah. Right? So like, you know, middle class. Middle class. Is she seeing Hunter Biden leave his car and enter his beach house? Oh my gosh. She's Dr. Nancy Pitts sees it all. She's got... She's everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. This is incredible. I mean, I am so to to know that we now are getting into medical. Mm-hmm. I think we've covered every, every area of area. podcasting. Well, huh. look, I all I can do is my best, and I just tried to live up to you know the standards that you guys have set. And I, I I'm I'm sorry that I'm getting let go today. But it's been no, an no, honor no. You're and what, a what, what don't you understand? You're getting no, the keys to the castle. The I'm not. Dan Ferguson threatened me within within an inch of my life out there. Be honest. Yeah. You're starting a production company with Kevin Spacey, aren't you? <sighs> Parts, Parts talk, talk with Dr. Nancy Pitts begins now. now. Parts Talk. Parts Talk. Parks Talk. Parks Talk. Hey, hi, hello. Come on in. No, come on in. I know it's a podcast, but come on in. Hi, my name is Dr. Nancy Pitts, and welcome to the first episode of Parks Talk, a new podcast hosted by me, Wilmington, Delaware's number one female OBGYN, where I give out advice about all things parts. We're talking vaginas, boobs, nipples, butts, dicks, balls, grundles, and so on and so forth. If it's a part, we're going to talk about it on this show. Now, like I mentioned before, I am an obstetrician and a gynecologist, or as my husband likes to call me, a snatch specialist. My number one job is to bring beautiful bouncing babies into this absolutely fucked up world. But you know, I'm also a lot more than that. I'm a mother, a wife, a sangria enthusiast, and a lifelong masturbator to Bon Jovi. But above all, I'm a lifelong citizen of the beautiful state we call Delaware. I started this podcast for two reasons. Number one, I'm too damn tired to write a book. And number two, people keep coming up to me all over town at the Zingos, the Starbucks, the Dunkins, the Wawa. The good Wawa, the Wawa with gas, the Wawa where you can get burgers. And they asked me so many questions about their hoo-haws and their pee-pees. I mean, I'll just be minding my damn business, filling up a thermos with room temperature hazelnut coffee, when bam, a lady who works at my daughter's school is asking me why her piss smells like root beer. I don't know, stop drinking root beer and start drinking water. But now I can use this podcast 
as a safe space where my community can ask me intimate and important questions anonymous. Anonymously. Anonymous in secret. Now, some of you might be wondering, Dr. Nancy Pitts, how did you get here? You know, my mother said I was born to help people. And I actually remembered the day I was born. First and best day of my life. Oh, God. The nurse that helped deliver me was stunning. Crystal. Gorgeous. Crunchy curls. Tiny, wispy bangs. I tried to rip off my own umbilical cord just to save her some time. I said, you've done enough, my angel. I ran an advice column in my junior high high school paper. Yeah, that's true. It was mostly kids asking things like, what's a hand job? And like, how hard should I be kissing? But I think it really made a difference. And then I ended up going into pre-med at UD. That's University of Delaware. And I stayed local because, you know, I'm a Delaware girl. And a lot of my friends said I should have gone to Pitt in Pittsburgh on account of my last name, Nancy Pitts at Pitt. But I didn't want to abandon the great state of Delaware just because of a really hilarious joke. And so I've been here in Wilmington, Delaware, delivering babies ever since. Not to toot my own horn, I've become a real pillar of the community, you know. Some people even wanted me to run for mayor, but I can't stand politician types. So I said, no, I deliver babies. I don't want to work with them. <laughs> because politicians are to babies. <laughs> It's good. It's really good. You know? Oh, I love political humor. But you know who absolutely stands above politics? Delaware's own homegrown Joe Biden. And now it's time for our first segment, a little weekly check-in we call Biden Spotting. This is the part of the show where we talk about which member of the Biden family I saw in the greater northern Delaware area. Because as you know, Delaware is the size of a sneeze. Seriously, if you're not paying attention, you're suddenly in Maryland. It's disorienting. And this week's Biden spotting is Hunter Biden. We all know Hunter Biden, the problematic son of Joe Biden, has had a rough couple of years. You know, he had some unflattering angles on a hard drive that somebody found. I don't know. I don't like to read the news. But I saw him, you know, and I saw him at the Einstein Bagels near the Acme. He got a blueberry bagel scooped out and he looked rested. You know what I mean when I say rested? First of all, he's at Einstein, so you know he's eating right. And he just looked full in the face and hydrated and the whites of his eyes were the color that they should be, which medically is white. Keep up the good work, Hunter. You had a problem, but you overcame it and we're praying for you. And you know, for our international listeners, they might not know all that Delaware has to offer. The Bidens aren't our only claim to fame, even though you could argue that, you know, they are the main one. There are many, many famous people from Delaware, and I'm going to list them all right now. Joe Biden, already mentioned him. The sad girl from Amy Poehler's show. What's her name? Like Audrey Plaza? But I don't even think she lives in Delaware no more. Pretty sure she lives like in New York or L.A. Someone look that up. 
the wife from Meet the Parents. Reese Witherspoon's ex-husband, and I heard he's from North Star, Rich. And this isn't a person, but you know that part in Wayne's World where they're like, hey, we're in Delaware. <laughs> I love that part. When a movie mentions the place I live, that just gets me so excited. So yeah, that's basically what the podcast is going to be. My infectious personality, Delaware facts, and sometimes I just need to get stuff off my chest. In a segment we like to call... Ain't That the Pits. Ain't That the Pits. Birthdays on the unit. Can you hurry up? We're going to do the cake. No, Janine, I can't hurry up. Also, who's buying the cakes? Because whoever it is is just getting whatever's closest to their house. It's not a good cake like Costco or Cookie. I don't even want to celebrate my birthdays no more. Everyone can get together at my funeral. And this is Ain't That the Pits. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys. I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Okay, enough of me blabbering about my personal life. Let's get into today's topic. Each episode, we're going to get into a new topic that I just so happen to be an expert on. And this week is my bread and butter. It's the miracle of life. And I'm not talking about my Roomba robot vacuum. I'm talking about babies. 
cooking them and birthing them. After they come out, that's somebody else's job. But in the baby kitchen, I'm the head chef. I'm talking Gordon Ramsay. God, don't you just love Gordon Ramsay? He's so mean to adults, but he's nice to kids. You know, a lot of people don't know this, but I was actually the first female OBGYN in this county. I know. The doctor before me was this old dude who likes spanking the babies too much. I love babies. They're not afraid to cry in front of you, and they let you watch whatever TV you want. Basically, perfect humans. So now, some members of my community have submitted questions anonymously, and I'm going to answer all your questions about childbirth. Ooh, I'm excited. They're printed on little note cards for me. That's nice, whoever did that. So, question number one. Hashtag pretty mama. Okay, conceded. From Allentown writes, Dear Dr. Pitts, I am seven months pregnant with my first child. I am so excited to have a little mini-me, but I now realize my baby could look more like my husband. He's the sweetest, but I married him for his finished garage and not so much for his looks. Been there. What do I do if my baby comes out ugly? Okay, this is an excellent question because medically speaking, some babies are just busted. Here's what you can do. Put a big old bow on it. Bigger the bow, we're not looking at the nose. Blame the weird baby on a random family member. Like, you know, everybody's got an uncle with a squished skull. Just say the baby takes after him. Or hide it. Wrap the baby in a blanket or a freaking baby bjorn. By the time it's three, it's going to get all the kinks worked out. Okay, I think I answered that question real good, so let's go on to the next one. Anonymous from Not Gonna Say says, Dr. Pitts, I know after giving birth, my body will change, and I'm okay with that. But what parts of my body is specifically? What the heck is going to happen to my hoo-ha? I'm really glad we got this question about parts because this is parts talk. And let me get into the nitty-gritty. Your vulva is going to shift. But it will be kind of like when they took out the carpet at the Red Robin by the DSW. Like, it felt scary, it felt weird, but then you're biting into a juicy burger and it's the same great family restaurant. That's going to be your vulva. Okay, question number three. Aspiring amateur father asks, Twins, are they creepy or scary? And the answer is, it depends. Two girls, The Shining, creepy. Two boys, they grow up, join a frat, scary. Boy and a girl, that's a gift from God. That's a twofer, never have to be pregnant again. Question number four. Peggy Bun in the Oven says, I'm on baby number three, ugh. And at this point, the whole going into labor at the hospital seems a little been there, done that. Are home births safe, or does my husband just want to save money on a hospital bill? This is an excellent question. Home births, not against. Less work for me. Now, personally, my carpets are too expensive. CB2, I mean, I'm a doctor after all. But uh, yeah, you got a big tub big enough? Invest in a hot tub, or better yet, an above-ground pool. Pop out a couple of kids, and then you enjoy it every summer after. Now, the one thing about home births is it kind of gets into like a doula territory. And if you don't know, a doula is kind of like a birth coach that helps the moms when the dad is looking at his phone. But 
my experience with doulas has been, doula know what you're doing? I had a doula come up to me. Her name is Amethyst. She tells me she needs to hook the iPod to a calming playlist. Okay, well, your girl just shit herself, but okay, doula what you want to doula. Question number five. I deleted my period tracker app because I was taking up too much data on my iPhone 6. Now I'm pretty sure I'm late. And by the way, I'm 17 and do not want to be a mom because my mom is a bitch. Okay, well, let me set the record straight because I am pro-choice 100%. My stance on abortions is smoke them if you got them because you never know when they're going to go full handmaid's tale, which the geniuses on the Supreme Court did when they overturned Roe v. Wade. God, that was a dark day on the unit. I haven't seen my nurses that upset since they found out Friends wasn't a current show. Hard truths. Hard truths. And speaking of hard truths, hey, Brett Kavanaugh, you want my medical opinion? You have rape face. So why the F does you get to say? Anyway, now it's state by state, I guess. And Delaware's pretty blue, so I'm not worried, but... Just in case, I've got a ton of hoarded abortion pills in my she shed. Looks like a sexually active Costco in there. You gotta come over and see. If you don't want to have a baby, don't have one. Did you know the majority of women who get abortions are mothers who already have kids? Unrelated, my son Marcus recently told me he wants to do voiceover for anime when he grows up. It's all food for thought. You know, make your own choice. The abortion clinic we have in town in Wilmington, oh my God, it's so nice in there. It's just the sweetest, the nicest people. One of them's my neighbor, Kathy Glenver. She lives over on... Okay, wait. I shouldn't have said where she lives on account of she works at the abortion clinics. Forget that. But my point is, the people at the clinic will give you the information, and that information shouldn't be scary. I mean, I can't emphasize this enough. They're just a great group of gals over there. You know, they usually go to the happy hour on Fridays over at the Applebee's. Not the Applebee's at Suburban Plaza, but the one on... No, Nancy, you shouldn't say that either. Oh, my God, I'm going to out these abobo goddesses. Ladies, if you're listening, may God protect you. Okay, wait, let me look at that last question again. iPhone 6. 17. Bitch of a mom. Okay. I know who this is. I know who asked this question. It's not anonymous. It's my daughter, Erin, who thinks she's grown. Okay, hold on, because I got to call her. I got to call Erin. Hold on. Erin. What? Did you send an anonymous question into my podcast? Stop. No. What are you talking about, even? I know it was you because you is the only girl in your class with an iPhone 6. And let me tell you something. You think that you're pregnant from that no good boyfriend of yours? Guess what? You're not. You know how I know? I take pregnancy tests to the inside of your toilet First bowl. of all, ew, disgusting. What are you even putting in your hand in there for? It's fucking poof and piss. Second of all, I asked for iPhone 8 and you keep being a fucking bitch. So you were right about that part. And third of all, I'm sorry that you don't like my boyfriend, Trevor LaCarlos, because he's Filipino. I don't not like him because he's Filipino. I actually like the Filipino part of him the most. I So don't... you dislike other parts of him? What, that he likes to go to Montauk and surf? Look, I don't care if you two surf together. I'm talking about when you get to humping uglies Mom. and you get to babe and meekin. 
And I'm going to start crushing up little birth control pills and putting them in your corn pops. I'm going to do it. I'm not above it. Why don't you just ask me and communicate with me about what we're doing? Okay. Instead of assuming. Yes. I mean, things have progressed with me and Trevor, but you don't ask me questions. You assume, 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 and it makes an ass. Okay. You're right, Aaron. Let's just do it right here, right now on the podcast. Um, Wow. I can't believe I'm asking you this. Uh, Wait, how many people listen to this? Well, let's count. Your mom, mom, your pop up, definitely. Uh-huh. Um, Nancy down the street. Uh-huh. Um, Carol. Uh-huh, Carol. Pat. Uh-huh. Your aunt, Pat. Uh-huh. Uh, Trina. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, I think a couple of nurses at the hospital. So at least 12. All right. Well, I already talked to all of them about this. So it's fine. You can ask me. Are you and Trevor doing the deed? Okay, so you know how I'm taking AP American history? Uh-huh. As Bill Clinton once said, it depends on what is, is. There you go. What's sex, mom? Because well, I'm actually really confused because I feel like I'm late. That's for sure. But also talking to, you know, the other girls, it feels like they might be doing things that I feel like is sex. And I'm just sort of like, you know, confused about how it goes down. I'm so happy that you're asking me these questions, Air, because there's actually— None of the other 12 people that you mentioned, when I asked them about it, I had full conversations with them about it, none of them knew. So I'm coming to you. Well, that's because they know that if any of them told you about sex, I would kill them. Okay, sex can, from a medical standpoint— Make it fun. Okay, when a man and a woman love each other very much— But sometimes it's not just a man and a woman. Sometimes it's two girls. Sometimes it's two boys. Sometimes it's... Just talk about men and women, like me and Trevor. Man and a woman. Sexual relations that can lead to conception of a child is when the ejaculate of a man vis-a-vis the PP goes into the vaginal canal and eventually the ovum. Of a woman, which you are not because you are only 17, but biologically speaking, you've had your period since you were nine years old. I'm sorry you got that from me. And so, yes, you are technically biologically a woman. And so when the ejaculate enters vis-a-vis penetrative vaginal sex, that is how a baby is made. So are you and Trevor doing that? First of all, let me say, you know how I took honors global history? Yes. Well... In Mesopotamia, you're a woman at 11. So let's just say that. Okay, well, we don't live in Mesopotamia. We live in Wilmington, I know where we live. I've lived here all my life. Um, I have a couple questions that I think would set us on a road to discovery re- whether I'm having sex. Is it sex if when you were out of the house last week, me and Trevor got in the shower together and he flipped me upside down and I passed out. And when I woke up, I was in the bed and he had made me a juice with two ice cubes. Oh, God, Eric. Uh, I don't technically think what you have just described is sex, okay. but I don't like okay, any well, of it. Okay, well, maybe you should be home more. Um, well, maybe you, you have a mom who's a doctor. Okay, and your dad's supposed to be home, and he's not supposed to let you in the house with the boys with the door closed. Well, he was drinking a beer watching Modern Family. What else is new? 
I have another question. Yeah. Is it sex if a boy tickles me and the boy is Trevor LaCarlos, my Filipino boyfriend? Is it sex if a boy tickles me and I'm like, stop, but I really don't want him to stop? It's kind of more like, keep going, but it's funny. Then like, I get a little mad at him, but it's like a little horny. And so is that sex? Once again, that is not technically sex, but I do not like it. And I think by saying stop, but you actually like it, that is setting a bad precedent. Error. All right. So I have one last question. Is it sex if during the lacrosse trip, because the boys team and the girls team both went up to upstate New York for that lacrosse tournament? Oh, God. Is it sex if um, after the milkshake social, um, Trevor and I went back to his hotel room and um, we looked at each other while we undressed and um, I just had never felt like that before. And I realized that I was in love with him. And so um, he had bought some lubricant, gun oil lubricant. And um, which gun yeah, oil. It's, a great, it's a really good brand, which I found out when um, because um, I, I don't know. I really don't really know what's supposed to happen when I'm getting excited. Turns out we really didn't need it because I was, you know, I guess I was ready. Um, and then he sort of inserted his penis into my vagina. And we were very connected for about 18, 19 minutes. Um, I looked each other deep in the eyes. And... Um, he said, I love you as he finished inside me. Is that sex? Aaron, that's sex. And actually, I'm going to say it. That's not just sex. That's making love. Oh, my God. So what, how do you feel about it? Did Trevor put a rubber on his little Trevor? Please, Air, I'm begging you. Did he use a condom? Well, maybe if you would let me have an iPhone 8. Um... I would be able to, you know, because the iPhone 6, like, I, I can't even update my phone, so I don't have Google on this. So I couldn't even Google where to get condoms. No, he didn't. This he is did, what he I get did, for he, sending he you to Catholic he school. Didn't, he didn't put it. But also. Erin, you're having unprotected sex. So this actually validates kind of all I've been talking about, about your no good boyfriend. I'm proud of you for being in love. I'm proud of you for using lubricant. Okay, like a lot of that situation, I got to admit, I was actually pretty proud of you during because I was actually happy for you. But you got to use a rubber. Thank God I've been sneaking birth control inside of your Smucker's peanut butter and jelly prepacks. Mom, that's fucked up. Up and get your hands out of my things like my toilet bowl and my snack box. Get your hands out of all my stuff. A mother is always right. And your eye is out of my business. How about that? Can I tell you one other thing? Wouldn't it make you happy to have a little Filipino grandchild? Yeah. I bet that would make you feel really happy, fake woke. I would be happy to have a Filipino grandchild if it was with another Filipino man as the father and it was in... Six to 12 years after you've gone to college. I'm not going to college, Mom. I'm going to You're school. You're going to University of Delaware. You're going to University of Delaware just like me, just like your dad, just like your mom, I'm just like your I'm pop-up. I'm not going to UD. I'm going to LA. 
She wants to be a backup dancer. Trevor says the Not surfing is good dancer. there. Trevor says the surfing is good there, and I know the backup dancing is great there because of the movie Honey. Look, you didn't even follow through with show choir air. Okay, Mom, you, you did that one that's singing and not dancing. First of all, you know that that's singing and not dancing. First of all, you know that. Do I? Well, if you never, you never stuck around. We never got to go to an assembly. We never got to go to a recital. Because you quit show choir because you said it was cringe. It was cringe. We sang My Funny Valentine. What? First of all, that song isn't even funny. Second of all, it's not even pop. Air. Look. I know that we fight. <laughs> I know <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. I get down on you about your boyfriend and your inconsistencies. But I have to say a lot of what you said today... I'm actually really proud of the woman you be coming. I remember the day I went into labor with oh, you. I hate this story. I hate when you tell and it. I was so excited, you know, because I'm an OBGYN. And I thought, oh, well, now I can take care of this oh in-house. I wanted to give birth to you in front of the JCPenney three-way mirror. <laughs> Because oh, I was picking out your bassinet and I saw and I thought, oh, this would be the perfect place to do kind of the pulling cord. It's not even the good one. That, you couldn't even go to Lord and Taylor. It was the good one back then. <laughs> okay. This is before Yves was born at the Christianimal. And um, just looking at you now, looking at the little slutty girl that you've become and your hair is so long and your tits are so stacked. Thank you. You get that from your mother. Yeah. I'm proud of you, and I love you. Love you, too. Okay. Okay, what do you want for dinner tonight? Mm, chicken collet. Okay, I'm going to tell your dad I'm going to be home in about two hours. <laughs> dad! Two hours. Okay, bye, babe. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye, love yous. Oh, Lord, that girl's going to bring me to an early grave. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys. I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Well, thank God we have our next guest because she is a constant saving grace in my life. Please give it up for my favorite nurse on the unit. She's an incredible NICU nurse and she's an incredible mother of eight. Please welcome Nurse Jessie. That's right. Thank you for having me. Two S's, two E's. That's important to say because it's actually famously a podcast, so we're not going to have, like, the name pop up on the screen or nothing. Oh, yeah, and you don't know who's listening who's working at Starbucks and has the opportunity to get my name right when they spell on the cup because they really do fuck it up every time. Ain't that the worst? You see, that's why I go to Dunkin's. You're kind of a classy Starbucks gal. Are you thinking of switching to Dunkin's? You know, I'm thinking of going Team Wawa again. You know, one of those things you know yeah. and you know how it goes. Because we go way back yeah, with the I know. Because I know. I know how it goes. But you graduate. You graduate to something classier, as you were saying. Back in my CNA days, when I was a CNA, you know, it was all yeah. wah-wah all the time. But now it's it's right. we're in Starbucks mode because I really do need that espresso for these shifts I've been pulling. Oh, yeah. They got you on doubles on the unit, but you're getting overtime. That's right. You know, I start early with saving up for the Christmas gifts because you just don't know what the kids want these days. I got eight of them. So you know that I can't, every every dollar counts. Every dollar counts. Now, uh, for those who don't know, uh, Jessie is a mother of eight, and I've delivered every single one of your kids. That's right. And, uh, you know, it's really nerve-wracking delivering uh, nurses' babies because you're both mother in labor and you're both nurse. And I know I can't I can't screw it up, you know, with the forceps or, or turn in or, or any, because most of your babies have been breached. Yeah, you know, that's right. They get all scrambled when they're inside of me because, you know, like you were saying, I worked these shifts all throughout my pregnancies. Right. So I'm on my feet most of the time. You're not supposed to in those first and second trimesters. And you sat me down at least for the first four and said, listen, Jesse, I, I don't know if I feel right about you doing this, but when there's a will, there's a way. But you did it perfectly every time. These kids are healthy. These kids are healthy and they're little nightmares. And that is all that we can pray for. That's what I was thinking. How many boys? How many girls? We're rocking with three boys. Oh. And five girls. Okay, see, that's a good proper ratio. Because if the ratio is switched, you know, then you got yourself a little t-ball team. And then, you know, uh, goodbye to any nice furniture you have. Oh, yeah. We got the feminine mystique in the house. You know what I mean? Like, there's just a certain amount of female energy that's floating around that I feel like is I feel like is good it's calming it's grounding yeah it's nice and the boys you know they're learning early they're learning how to respect women early 
Oh, thank God. Okay, that's important. You know, I went over to Jesse's and you got a beautiful split level home. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, you're living over in Hokessin now or by Cooch's Bridge? Yeah, right, right by the bridge. You know, what I love about Jesse's house is every season, you know, Easter, fall, Thanksgiving, you put a different flag up in front of your house that has the most recent holiday that's coming up. And it's just a nice reminder of that is the time that we are in. That's right. You and know? I, yep, it's true. And I even did a little something special for some of these more micro holidays. Columbus Day. Oh, the Italians mm -hmm. love the Columbus Day one, all the local Italians. You would be shocked if you saw the amount of, of hoagies and sausage and peppers on my doorstep on Columbus Day because they love seeing the little flag waving in the sky. Ain't that beautiful? Ain't oh, that yeah. beautiful? I don't think we're supposed to celebrate Columbus Day no more, but if there's peppers and hoagies coming out, you know, salt, pepper, ketchup, I think we can look the other way. Yep, and that's what they've been telling me, too. A lot of these kids around campus are saying, you know, you really can't be doing that no more. He's a piece of shit. We don't honor pieces of shit. And so, you know, these days I'm a little more conflicted, but, you know, these Italians, they're so old. You know, how many more holidays did they got in them? Five, maybe, if we're yeah. lucky. So I just say, you know what, I'll keep it going, then we'll let it die out. And I'll, I'll shift my focus more to, you know, Valentine's Day, one of those. Get some parts, yeah. get some parts out on, on the porch. You know, I'm always talking about this on the unit. Uh-huh. And, uh, Jesse, you were just an A-plus nurse. And, and uh, you know, I die for my nurses. I die for every you single do. one of these nurses on my unit. You know who I wouldn't die for? Tom in pediatrics. Tom can fuck off. Tom can fuck off. Did you see the way he looked at me today? He said, oh, no munchkins for peds? I said, when I come into Dunkin's on Friday, I get munchkins for my unit, okay? We cook the babies. After the babies are cooked and we push them out, uh -huh. Tom, it's your territory. It's your dominion. Uh -huh. You can take over, okay? But he just thinks he's cock of the walk. Oh, he's overstepping boundaries left and right. And it's not just you and me that think this. I've been corralling some of the other nurses in the ward. And, you know, the sentiments are the same across the board. Tom's got to go. But I don't know how to push him out. I've never I've never done the coup d'etat, as they say in, in France. i never overthrown. Oh, my God. Yeah. Whoa, Jesse. Uh -huh. You're going to Starbucks and now you're speaking French? Yeah, you know, you got to keep you got to keep it classy, you know. But I don't forget where I'm from. I'm never going to no. forget where I came from. You know what I'm saying? I'm never going to be too good for it. Mm -mm. But, you know, I, let, I, I leave that pinky out. Even when I'm delivering sometimes, I get that baby, pinky's out the whole time. It's like a blessing. And the parents appreciate it. The parents appreciate it. Oh, yeah. It. It's all about the little details. It's all about the details. That's the thing about delivering. It's all about the details. Almost. People don't really even realize that. They don't even know. Like, you're putting in an IV or an epidural. You get that detail wrong. Mom's out walking for a couple of years. Oh, no. And I've had that happen. And that's something Tom would know nothing about. He doesn't know shit. He doesn't know his ass from his elbow when it comes to details. He's Mr. Big Sky Thinker. I don't I don't have time for that. It's babies. Oh yeah. Babies are the Yadro figurines of humans. You know, you gotta be delicate with them, you gotta be detail oriented. And you got to put them on a place where, you know, no dog is going to bump into them. Which I have seen happen before, and it's not something I ever want to see again. Something I even hesitate to bring up now because I got shivers all up and down my spine. Even just even just the thought of it is making me sick. It's making me sick to think about. You're so empathetic, Jesse. That's why I love you. Well, you know, speaking of disasters that are waiting to happen, 
Did you uh, hear about a local serial killer, the Newark Napper? They caught him. Thank God. Oh, my God. I missed it. Yeah. The Newark Napper. And uh, turns out he was going into people's homes and he was napping next to him. And he did a couple murders. He did a lot more naps than he did the murders because I guess depending on what kind of comforter they had, that was like one of his triggers or whatever. Anyway, they revealed the Newark Napper's identity and... uh. Yeah, Jesse, hate to break it to you, but we delivered him. Don't even say it. Oh, Christ almighty. We brought him into this world, which is part of, you know, it's hazard of the trade. It's hazard of the trade. What kind of freaking butterfly effect did this cause, do you think, at the end of the day? I'm sick over this. Well, you know, we have medical obligation to bring babies into this world, but you don't know what kind of creeps these babies are going to turn into. It's true, but you know what? Come to think of it, you know, and I'm digging deep in my memory hole right now, is that I do remember his mother. And I do remember his mother being very peculiar about the bedding that we were bringing in there. So I think, you know, we always come back to this. Is it nature? Is it nurture? I don't know. Was that a hereditary quality that he got from his mother? I don't know. Did she teach him this in the Norman Bates way? I don't know. But, oh, my God, now thinking about it, I just got a knot in the pit of my stomach. I know. It's so freaky deaky scary. And I swears to God, when I heard this, I dropped my Duncan all over the floor. Uh, and I said to my husband, Patrick, you deal with it because I'm already late for work. But it got me thinking, you know, Jesse, had you to do it over, had you had known, had you had known that that little precious baby boy with his weird mom talking about <laughs> what kind of thread count we had that baby on, would you to do it over? Bring that baby into this world. I think I would have to. I really do yeah, see it as I my, feel fi- the same. my fiduciary responsibility to, you know, the Grey's Anatomy in the nursing yeah. world. You know, that like, you know, yeah. hand on the Bible. We were just doing our jobs and then we send them off. I think I would do it all over again. But you know what? This time, knowing what I know now. I maybe would have been a little more gentle. You know, back oh. then, back then, you know, I was oh. I was new. I was new in the world. Like I said, I had just come off my CNA days. I was rough with it. And the one thing I'll say yeah. is that I think if it's a little bit on me, I could have been a little more gentle. Because also come to think of it, I think we did drop him. He was a pretty slippery boy. He was a slippery boy. Slippery. Oh, my God. That was... That was one of my first droppers. Yep. Now I remember it. And you know, okay, so fans of the pod will know this. Babies get dropped. Oh, every day. Every day. Like the Duncan on the floor. Shit happens. You know, we used to, uh, maybe this is uh, before your time, but uh, we used to have a nice little whiteboard in the unit that said drops today on it. You know, and if we got under five drops, you know, which is, we would get one, you know, because drops happen. We can't, we can't be doing zero drops oh okay. yeah but if we got under five drops in that week then the unit would get pizza party yep but then the parents didn't really like it so we kind of we kind of changed it to uh you know pictures of the babies that we had successfully delivered but um yeah yeah we did drop the newark napper but i'm gonna blame his freak mom and we're actually gonna play a little game jesse are you excited do you love games oh love games love monopoly one time did a week-long monopoly game so you know i'm game for this a week long. Oh, my God. Was that with the family down at the shore? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were at Rehoboth Beach. Gorgeous mm. beach. Really soft sands. But you know what? We went. It was raining the whole time. So we're inside. We're playing Monopoly. I barely slept. I barely ate. 
I lost so much weight that week just for playing that one Monopoly game. I'm dedicated. And don't let anyone ever tell you otherwise. Losing weight at the beach, I mean, that's a feat in and of itself. Because when I'm down there, it's saltwater taffy, Chorus Brothers, caramel corn. Saltwater taffy, Chorus Brothers, caramel corn. Just one, two, three. Anyway, I digress. Okay, so the game that we're going to play is called Would You Deliver? Oh, I love this. In this game, I'm going to name a controversial figure in the public world and ask you, Jesse, would you help bring them into this world or not? The first one, would you deliver Donald Trump? Oh, God. Now, I'm personally torn on this one. Because I hated him as a president, but I loved The Apprentice. Right? You know, before we knew. Before we knew. So I'm going to say yes on that one. I'm going to say guiding through the early stages of the delivery, right? Doing more do-list stuff. Let's just say I do more do-list stuff. Mm -hmm. A little more hands-off. That way I'm not culpable. But I know what you're saying. Okay. You're fired. You're fired. I mean, <laughs> I mean, what would I do without that cultural so touchstone? That is one hell of a cultural touchstone. You're right. Oh, yeah. You're fired. That's so good. That was classic. Why don't you just stick to that? I mean, I was saying that every time that I was firing somebody for years. For years. Okay. The next person. Now, I'm not even sure if I know who this is, but it's written down here. Jake Paul. Oh, the boxer? The YouTube boxer? I think he's an asshole YouTuber who now does violence for money. Oh, yeah, my three sons love watching him on the iPad. Sometimes when we're at Ruby Tuesdays and they won't stop fucking yapping, we just throw the iPad on, they watch all the old Jake Paul videos. They love it. And they love what he's getting into now at the boxing. It's amazing. I'm going to go ahead and say deliver because he keeps my three sons quiet. Okay, so I'm going to say deliver too on this one. All right, now this one is sort of in the Newark Napper territory, but a little more famous, and I'm going to say a little more handsome. Would you deliver Ted Bundy? Going to go ahead and also say yes, only because I love my true crime podcast. I know you do. Sometimes I'm like, can you hear the code blue, Jesse, or you listen to, you know, murder she did. Yeah, and he's a freaking rock star in that community. Might as well be Mick freaking Jagger of the entire true crime community. They would have nothing if not for him. Yeah, you know, I'm going to say also, yes, would deliver because when you see, I, okay, Ted Bundy, classically a hot murderer, Ted Bundy's parents probably were very attractive. And I got to say, when I see a really hot couple, you know, even though the mom, you know, she's pregnant and so she looks, you know, bloated and disgusting, you can tell under the bloat that she is hot and the dad is hot. I get excited to see the baby. Oh, yeah. You know? And normally I say, don't send me Christmas cards with pictures of your baby. I brought so many people into this world, you know, at, at a certain point. It's just it's an environmental issue with the amount of paper cards that I'm getting in the mail. But if you are a hot couple and you have a hot little baby, I want to see how that baby's growing. So I'm going to say, what deliver Ted Bundy? Probably had hot parents. I want to see that hot baby. Oh, yeah. And honestly, when push comes to shove, who am I to play God? As a nurse, who am I to say, you are worthy, you can come in, you can't? Yeah. You know, I say this as a born-again Christian as well. Yes, you're very religious. I you forgot know, born about again, that. Born again in Christ. Born again in Christ. Who am I to say, you you can not up to me. I, I give it up. I give it up to God every every time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. You know, me, I'm Catholic, but uh, non-practicing, non-believing. 
Uh, yeah, but, I was going to uh, say, you know. think about going to church because, you know, I could I could set you up with that. Great community. And Jesse, don't go there with me. Jesse they got boundaries. munchkins. They got munchkins. Hear me out. They got munchkins don't. in the reception hall after mass. Don't proselytize to me. We've talked about this before, okay? Yeah, you're your right, business you're is right. your business and my business is mine. Okay, moving and on. I did. I overstepped. I overstepped. Here's a would you deliver Kim Kardashian. Ooh. Would you deliver? Okay, I have an answer for this one while you're thinking. I deliver, but then I'd have a serious talk with that baby, okay? And I would tell her to stop doing that stuff to her face and her body because I brought her into this world perfect. You know, perfect. Oh, yeah. And that's all I'll say. I'm with you on that one. And you know what? You're right. And you know what I was thinking? And now come to think of it, I swore I seen her on one of the other floors. And I know we got a plastic surgeon on, on floor two. You saw Kim Kardashian getting plastic surgery in Wilmington, Delaware? I swore I seen that ass walk off the floor two. And I know what they do. I know what they do down there. And I said, oh, maybe it's a lookalike. But, you know, I heard that classic, classic with a K, classic Kardashian voice. And I says, Wilmington? Yeah. What? You know, yeah. I'm like flashing my, I'm saying, well, what? She's not going to Beverly Hills to get that work done. She's not going to New York City. She's going to the capital of plastic surgery, Wilmington, Delaware. Um, would you deliver Gritty, the Philly Flyers, a uh, little orange freaky guy? Without a shadow of a doubt. Without yeah. a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, me too. He, he's, he gets born and I'm shaking his mommy and his daddy's hand. Oh, yeah. Because that man brings me joy. Oh, yeah. Um, I love it when uh, you go to the Flyers game and uh, he... It takes pictures with the kids and he kind of messes up their hair. He's goofy. He's goofy like that. I He's love him when people aren't too self-serious. I love a relaxed mascot. It is just too cute for words. I'm bringing all eight to go see him, too. Oh, wow. That's quite an expense. Well, yeah, you we're know, pulling you're him out of school. We're going to pull him out of school, make it a whole surprise. Film it for YouTube because nice. I've been monetizing my YouTube that I do on the side sometimes. So, you know, stay tuned. I'll drop the link. Okay, stay tuned. Next, would you deliver? Rocky, the pride of Philly himself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's an American hero. Oh, my God. Oh, we salute him. We salute him? That would be the honor of my life if I delivered Rocky. Are you kidding me? Imagine you and me deliver Rocky. I mean, we'll be riding on that for years. Oh, my God. Years. The valor. The valor upon which you would be able to stand. The mound of valor. Unbelievable. You know, that Rocky statue in Philly, I'd be standing by there saying to people, we did this. Oh, yeah. This is me and Jesse. And one time when I was doing my continuing education, I swore the nurses that delivered him were doing a TED Talk around the corner. And I missed it because I was, you know, some shit happened. Uh -huh. They got into some altercations, some fights. Right, right, But uh, they right. were there and they were discussing it. And again, they, from what I heard secondhand, they were saying what an honor it was and what a beautiful baby boy he was. And grew up to be a beautiful man. Rocky, beautiful baby boy, beautiful man. Like Ted Bundy. Okay, and this brings us to our last. Would you deliver Tom in fucking pediatrics? Never. Never. And I'd lose my license over that. I would beat that baby up. I would let it deliver, and then I would beat it up. And I don't even care if that would land me in jail. As a born-again Christian, Jesse? I'd sacrifice it all. I hate that motherfucker. And I hate the way he treats you, specifically. You're called out and targeted by him. And you then see it the way we do. Man, it really, it just gets me riled up. 
don't get emotional, Jesse. You know I can handle myself. And I know you're a strong girl. You're a strong girl. But you know what? I just, we hate to see it. We hate to see it. Fuck him. Fuck his mom too. Whole family can go to hell. Look at me. I got, I'm cracking my knuckles over here. Jesse, you got me emotional over here because you as my nurse on my unit, and I'm just going to say it, my best friend, you have my back so hard. And you ride for me so hard. And I just have to say, both in a medical hospital context and in a personal context, it just means so much to me that you would go to bat for me. That's how we do this. And I'm going to say, Tom, Tommy Pediatrics, if you're listening to this podcast, which I'm sure you are because you're so obsessed with me, Tom, I would deliver you just so I could lord that over you. And I would say to you every time you steal my parking spot and any time you complain about the fact that I'm not bringing your ass munchkins, I would say to you, Tom, I brought you into this world, and I can take you right out of it. We should put a pipe bomb in his culotta. We should absolutely do that, Jesse. Never see it coming. Let's talk after the podcast. That gullible dunce would never see that shit coming. Jesse, this has honestly been the time of my life speaking to you on Parts Talk. Thank you so much for doing the pod. It has been truly my honor, and thank you as a comrade, really. Thank you so much for everything. You know, you're doing doubles on the unit. You're a mother of eight. And I, I just so appreciate you taking the time to do this. Uh, what, what, what are you making for dinner tonight? Microwaving some peeps. Because Easter's coming oh, up. Oh, yeah. that's nice. That's yeah, nice. Something like breakfast for dinner, you know what I mean? The kids love peeps. Well, thank you so much to my guest, Nurse Jesse. Thank you to my daughter, Erin, for not being pregnant. And thank you so much for listening to Parts Talk. This has been Parts Talk with Dr. Nancy Pitts. Bye-bye. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.